Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. Words twice a week, 919. And as usual, there are a number of um, internet links um, scattered through this. You can check those out on the uh, website wordstwiceaweek.blogspot.com if you want to. Um, Today, Washington's farewell address was published as an open letter to American citizens. In 6,086 words, his address seeks to encourage the nation to respect and maintain the Constitution, warding that a parting system, party system, not yet the governmental standard operating procedure, would reduce the nation to infighting. Huh, really? He urged Americans to relinquish their personal or geographical interests for the good of the national interest, warning that designing men would try to distract them from their larger common views by highlighting their smaller local differences cannot shield yourself too much against the jealousies and heartburnings which spring from these misrepresentations. They tend to render alien to each other, those who ought to be bound together by fraternal affection, he wrote. Huh, think so? That's from Garrison Keillor's Writer's Almanac. Um, Some of the interjections are mine. Also today, in 1819, John Keats wrote to Autumn. He died a couple of years later after having written only 54 poems. He felt that 1819 was a loss, but it was the year that he wrote most of his greatest poetry. Some some days from the church year, September 20th, John Coleridge Patterson. He was an Anglican bishop and a missionary to the South Sea Islands. He learned 23 of the islands, more than 1,000 languages. He worked against the slave trade, which was illegal, but blackbirders, still procured laborers by deception and force. He was killed on September 20th, 1871, though it is not sure if he was mistaken for a blackbirder. He would recruit young men to leave and study in Western settings, or if he upset the blackbirders, or if he just ran afoul of some local customs. September 21, Day of St. Matthew, Matthew the Apostle, Matthew the Evangelist. It's not completely clear if all these persons were one and the same. He might have been Levi the tax collector. Whoever wrote his gospel, we're grateful for it. He's the patron saint of accountants, 
Salerno, Italy, bankers, tax collectors, perfumers, huh, and civil servants. September 23, Thecla, T-H-E-C-L-A, hmm? okay, she was an early virgin martyr. Her story is uh, pretty remarkable, including the following here. She was sentenced to be eaten by wild beasts, but was again saved by a series of miracles when the female beasts, lionesses in particular, protected her against her male aggressors. September 27th, Anna Alexander. She was the first African-American deaconess in the Episcopal Church. She served in the Diocese of Georgia. September 25th, Lancelot Andrews. He was a bishop and a scholar during the reigns of Elizabeth I and James I. He oversaw the production of the King James Bible. Okay, masculine language, obscure words and all the rest. Still, it has some of the most moving passages in the English language. And some days from the Earth World Calendar, September 20th, Jean Sibelius died. 1957. We know him for Finlandia, to which we sing, This is my song, Be Still My Soul. Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs in the Battle of the Sexes. I watched it. Cecil B. DeMille would have been proud. George R. R. Martin was born in 1948 to write, and did he ever finish? A Song of Fire and Ice, The Game of Thrones. I read the first book, skipped the rest. He killed off the characters I liked. Time Magazine called him the American Tolkien. George W. Bush declared war on terror in 2001. How's that worked out? Huh. Well, I guess that's a more complicated issue than that flippant comment suggests. September 21st, J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit was published in 1937. A good book, but a three-part movie? Come on. Um, Sir Alan Lane was born in 1902. He founded Penguin Books. The legend goes that on a train journey back from visiting Agatha Christie in 1934, Lane found himself on an Exeter station platform with nothing available worth reading. He conceived of paperback editions of literature of proven quality, which would be cheap enough to be sold from a vending machine. The first was set up outside Henderson's in Charing Cross Road and dubbed the Penguin Cubator. <laughs> and um, also September 21, the Yes, Virginia, there was a Santa Claus letter and response were printed in the New York Sun in 1897. Why the heck was she worried about Santa Claus in September? September 23, Phantom of the Opera began as a newspaper serial in 1909. Now, do you believe this? Nintendo, the creator of Mario, Donkey Kong, The Legend of Zelda, Pokemon, Kirby, Metroid, Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing, Splatoon, Star Fox, Xenoblade Chronicles, and Super Smash Brothers was founded in 1889. What? That's right, 1889, they made handmade Hanafuda playing cards. Hmm. September 24th, integration of Little Rock High School. The morning of September 23rd in 1957, nine black high school students faced an angry mob of over 1,000 whites in front of Central High School who were protesting the integration project. 
As the students were escorted inside by the Little Rock police, violence escalated and they were removed from the school. The next day, Eisenhower ordered the 1,200-man 327th Airborne Battle Group of the U.S. Army's 101st Airborne Division from Fort Campbell, Kentucky, to escort the nine students into the school. By the same order, he federalized the entire 10,000-man Arkansas National Guard in order to remove them from the control of Governor Faubus. As Melba Patil Beals, one of the nine students, wrote in her diary, after three full days inside Central High School, I know that integration is a much bigger word than I thought. That's all from Wikipedia. Hey, we've been there. There's a really good uh, National Historic Site Interpretive Center there. September 25th, William Faulkner was born, 1897, known for his short stories and long sentences. And the Sequoia National Park was founded in 1890, included five of the largest 10 trees in the world, which are now being wrapped in protective foil to protect them from the fire. Check here for current updates. And Sandra Day O'Connor was sworn in as first female Supreme Court Justice in 1981. RBG was the first woman to lie in state in 2020. Um, September 26th, Shays' Rebellion in 1786, the first internal armed conflict in the United States. Hopefully January 6th is the last. Um, in 26, T.S. Eliot was born in um, 1889. He was a poet and an editor. Apparently someone said, most editors are failed writers. He replied, yes, so are most writers. He wrote The Wasteland, The Hollow Man, Ash Wednesday, Murder in the Cathedral, and The Cocktail Party, among others. George Gershwin was born 1898, and aren't you glad you made it all the way to the end? This is apparently National Pancake Day. Wait a minute, I thought that was back in February. This day was originally called Lumberjack Day and was founded by bloggers Marianne Ways and Colleen Venable. It later gained popularity after a bakery, Junior's Cheesecake, adopted it. Although it shares the same name, it is not to be confused with the other Pancake Day, which is celebrated before Ash Wednesday. National Pancake Day is celebrated annual on annually on September 26th. Here's a link to more than you want to know about it. But note that 62% of Americans prefer maple syrup on them. So darn, Jane Brody has a recipe for something like Davy Crockett pancakes that looked really good, but the book is at camp. I'll try and update on Wednesday when I get back. Uh, meanwhile, here's a link to her recipe for a hearty pancake mix. The Frugal Gourmet suggests adding three to four teaspoons, tablespoons rather, of peanut butter and a little warm water to the batter when you make pancakes. Sounds good to me. Or blueberries. I was never big on chocolate chips. How about you? That's what I got for now.